0: Hey dear souls, welcome back to the Rich Witch Podcast. My name is Renata Daniel and I'm here with episode 22 and we are finally finishing off Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I really wanted to end off reading to you just a little bit more of his book because This episode is all about how to break the beliefs that hold you back. And this is so important because sometimes it's not about the moving forward that is the really important bit that we need to be looking at. It is what is holding us back from moving forward that is the important bit that we really need to be working on. So I'm going to read you some more of his book right now. So, In the beginning, repeating a habit is essential to build up evidence of your desired identity. As you latch onto that new identity, however, those same beliefs can hold you back from the next level of growth. When working against you, your identity creates a kind of pride that encourages you to deny your weak spots and prevents you from truly growing. This is one of the greatest downsides of building habits. The more sacred an idea is to us, that is, the more deeply it is tied to our identity, the more strongly we will defend it against criticism. And you can see this in every industry. For example, the school teacher who ignores innovative teaching methods and sticks to their tried and true lesson plans. That's an example. Also the manager who is committed to doing things only his way the surgeon who dismisses the ideas of their younger colleagues, the band who produces a mind-blowing first album and then gets stuck in a rut. The tighter we cling to an identity, the harder it becomes to grow beyond it. So one solution is to avoid making any single aspect of your identity an overwhelming portion of who you are. The more you let a single belief define you, the less capable you are of adapting When life changes you, if you tie everything up in being the point guard or the partner at the firm or whatever else it might be, and that's how you see yourself, then the loss of that part of your life will absolutely devastate you. If you're a vegan and then develop a health condition that forces you to change your diet, you'll have an identity crisis on your hands. If you cling too tightly to one identity, you become brittle. Lose that one thing and you lose yourself. Another great example of this, and we probably saw this more in our uh, family, uh, our parents' generation, where they worked in one job for their whole life. And then it came to retirement, and then they were no longer that person. They weren't that person that worked in the bank and had a particular job for the last 25 years, Uh, or they weren't in a particular industry where they believed that they were just this important part of the whole system. And when they needed to change, they retired, they could never find a way of recovering from the loss of that portion of themselves. It's actually quite tragic. And we saw that a lot, like I said, in in our family's generation, maybe not so much in this generation, the newer generation, but certainly in our family's generation. Habits deliver numerous benefits, but the downside is that they can lock us into our previous patterns of thinking and acting, even when, when the world is shifting around us. Everything is impermanent. Life is constantly changing, so you need to periodically check in to see if your old habits and beliefs are still serving you. A lack of self-awareness is poison. Reflection and review is the antidote. So remember that all of this habit changing is a continuous process. There is no finish line. There is no point when you go, oh, I've done it all, I'm cured, everything's fine. Because as you uncover more layers of yourself, you will find that there are still habits there that need to be conquered or need to be put into place so that you can reach a new level of growth and understanding of yourself. And as as James Clear writes in his book, there is no permanent solution. Whenever you're looking to improve You can rotate through all of your behavioral changes until you get to a point where you're finding that whatever you're up against is no longer attractive to you. It's not easy for you and it doesn't satisfy you. So you need to stop, consider and move forward. Making small changes. And like he says, 1% every day, even if you go to 1%, tiny change, 1% every single day, you will make the big changes when they needed to be changed Uh, and when those things come up for you. So it is all about consistency and it is all about making yourself accountable to someone, to yourself, first of all, first and foremost, But to someone else or to a group, in a group situation, if you're someone who has real difficulty in shifting habits, get yourself into some form of group, just like you are now. And make yourself accountable. Make yourself vulnerable. Allow yourself to be vulnerable so that you can talk about what is bothering you. Because what you might actually find is that you are saving somebody else's life. And this has happened before many times in many of the workshops that i have led where it just takes one person to take that step out in their discomfort into their discomfort zone and say this is something that i need to deal with this is something that that bothers me that i have been doing and i don't know how to get out of it and all of a sudden someone else in the background who may say something or may not thinks, oh my gosh, they're doing the same thing I am. Oh my gosh, this might actually help me. I've been waiting for someone to say something because I'm just too scared to. So yeah, do it for yourself, but do it also for somebody else who might just be in so much fear that they cannot step forward themselves, that they truly need the push you might actually end up being someone else's saviour. And remember to have a flowing identity, an identity that allows you to be multiple things and that can grow and change when circumstances change. If you become stuck and never give thought to something new and a new idea, or a new way of doing things, or a new perspective, you will find that you will become rigid, brittle, and broken, and the world will move on and leave you behind. And as we grow older, this becomes more and more difficult. We become very stuck in our ways, because we've been doing things for a very long time in a particular way, and often we get stuck in survival mode. And yet again, the older we become, the harder it is on our bodies, our minds and our spirits to continue to be in this survival mode. It really tires us out. It tires us to the bone. So sometimes change, even though it might seem fearful and it might seem as though we are desperately climbing out of our comfort zone into an unknown is really needed so that we can lead a long and fulfilling and happy life way beyond being parents or just parents Uh, and moving into grandparent zone maybe moving out of full-time work into part-time work maybe moving out of a career into a hobby um, and getting joy out of life rather than feeling as though we're just completely drained from being in some sort of corporate field or in you know a workplace that we just don't like anymore. All, all of these things and all of the things we do in life are completely and totally transitional. We will continually be slapped in the face by change and i guess to survive that we better understand that that is a part of the process that we go through and that we have to become malleable with that i'm going to finish this with a poem that james puts in his book and this is a poem by Lao Tzu men are born soft and supple dead they are stiff and hard. Plants are born tender and pliant. Dead, they are brittle and dry. Thus, whoever is stiff and inflexible, it is is a disciple of death. Whoever is soft and yielding is a disciple of life. The hard and stiff will be broken. The soft and supple will prevail. And on that note, we finish the Atomic Habits book. This has been a huge one. It's been all about making tiny changes. Remember, 1% every single day. And over time, you will receive the abundance and the prosperity that you are looking for. And you will have remarkable results. I hope you've enjoyed it. In the next episode episode 23, we will be tackling a new book. And at this point, it's going to be a surprise. I'm not telling you which one it is until you actually come back to episode 23. So I hope that you are enjoying the podcast and getting something out of each and every single episode, even if you take one thing away with you. And of course, I'll be back very, very soon to speak with you again. Bye for now.